You should now be on the east side of Pearl Street next to a large modern building just north of a loading dock. Across the street are a row of older four and five story buildings. If you had been at this location in 1832, you would have been standing in front of a large boarding house called the Pearl Street House. And if you were here in mid-October of 1832, you might have encountered two men then staying at the Pearl Street House named Joseph Smith and Newell K. Whitney. This was the next significant encounter of Latter-day Saints with New York City after Martin Harris's 1828 visit to Professor Anton at Columbia College. Joseph and Brother Whitney, who was the first bishop of the church, had been commanded by a revelation now found in Doctrine and Covenants section 84, verse 114, to, quotes, go unto the city of New York, also to the city of Albany, and also to the city of Boston, and warn the people of those cities with the sound of the gospel, with a loud voice of the desolation and utter abolishment which await them if they do reject these things. Close quotes. Joseph and Bishop Whitney had duly traveled to and preached in Albany and Boston. They then came to New York City to go shopping. Joseph and Brother Whitney were partners in a general store in Kirtland. Just as New York had a newspaper district and a banking district, it also had a dry goods district, which was located here on Pearl Street near the docks. While Bishop Whitney, who had a background in merchandising, went about purchasing inventory for their store, Joseph took advantage of the opportunity to see the city. We are fortunate to have a letter he wrote to Emma describing his experiences. This day I have been walking through the most splendid part of the city of New York. The buildings are truly great and wonderful, to the astonishing of every beholder. And the language of my heart is like this. Can the great God of all the earth, maker of all things magnificent and splendid, be displeased with man for all these great inventions sought out by them? My answer is no, it cannot be, seeing these works are calculated to make men comfortable, wise, and happy. Note that the buildings Joseph saw, truly great and wonderful, would have looked like the four and five story buildings across the street from you. Another aspect of Joseph's visit to New York may have had an important impact on him. This is how he described Pearl Street House itself to Emma. There are about 100 boarders, sometimes more, in this house every day, from one to two, from all parts of the world. I think you would have laughed right hearty if you could have been where you could see the waiters today at noon as they waited on the tables, both black and white and mulatto, running and maneuvering. In 1832 by background, Joseph was still a young farmer from rural upstate New York. This visit to New York City may well have been his first major exposure to the diversity of the world's peoples. We believe that we are sometimes prepared by our life experiences to ask and be open to inspiration from the Lord. So perhaps it is not entirely coincidental that only a few months after his visit to New York City, Joseph received the revelation now found in Doctrine and Covenants section 90, verse 11, which says in part, quotes, Every man shall hear the fullness of the gospel in his own tongue and in his own language through those who are ordained unto this power. Close quotes.
The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and its missionaries have expended tremendous resources and efforts to fulfill this commandment. Perhaps those who as missionaries have labored or will labor diligently to master another language to teach the gospel of Jesus Christ might think briefly on the Pearl Street house and wonder if their language is one of the ones Joseph heard spoken by his fellow boarders there during his visit to New York City. To get to our next and final site, go back up Pearl Street the way you came and make a right on Hanover. You will see a small park a block away across a large street called Water Street. Water Street marks the original edge of Manhattan Island and the site of many of its original docks and wharves. You can see why Pearl Street would be the site of the dry goods wholesalers. Landfill over the centuries has expanded the island. By the mid-19th century, a major new dock had been built out onto the site of the small park, which is called Old Slip. On December 23, 2005, the bicentennial of the birth of Joseph Smith, a statue of Joseph was dedicated and stood in this park for six months as part of a temporary public arts program. Cross Water Street and go through the park. At the end of the park, go to your left and follow the columns of the large office building. On the next to last column before South Street, you will see a plaque. This is our last site.